Tap. This is Professor J. Rod. In this episode, I talked to a gentleman by the name of Desmond Taylor, who recently took the Pen Plus test, the Copy Pen Plus test. Talked to him about the test, the strategies that he used, and what he plans to do now that he passed. Let's get to it. All right. On this episode, I talked to a gentleman. His name is uh, Desmond Taylor, and I met him through LinkedIn. And I saw that he passed his CompTIA Pen Plus exam, and I kind of wanted to talk about it because, you know, I think we need to expand our horizon and not just be all A plus Network Plus Security Plus. I think we should venture into other CompTIA exams that there are out there. And uh, he was a good you know, he was a good interviewer. Yeah, the interview went very well. Uh, I might do more of these and then, you know, maybe put up questions like I have done with the A plus and the Network Plus. I haven't done Security Plus, but that's going to be next, guys, I promise. But, yeah, it was a good interview. And uh, here it is. Hi, so I'm here with Desmond Taylor. And Desmond, I met him through LinkedIn. And he, congratulations to him, has taken and passed the Pen Plus exam, and I wanted him to come on the show, talk a little bit about himself, why Pen Plus, and all that. So, Desmond, welcome to the show. Hi, um, uh, thank you very much for having me here. Um, I'm glad to be able to, you know, represent myself and help other people by spreading knowledge. That's good. Most of my listeners are my college students or my students who, who take my technical courses. So I'm wondering, what was your decision to take the Pen Plus exam? So I come from an entrepreneurial background, and I'm switching, trying to switch over to a more enterprise roles. And I realized that with my background, I was going to have to take different avenues to be uh, to get in front of these people. And I already had the skills and experience to do with a lot of programming and. Uh, just general computer stuff. I also have uh, history and asset protection as well, which is more physical security. So it has just kind of been, it was e- easy choice for me to go into what I know and then prove it on paper to be able to show the corporate world, hey, this is what I can do. So it was work related that you decided to do it or was just something that you just said, listen, this is gonna work for my career? Um, it's something that I've already, it's like a trajectory of my life. So I've always been like security conscious, uh, very security conscious. Um, it has nothing to do with my military background. It has nothing to do with asset protection. I'm just a skeptical person. So, um, it makes a lot of sense for me, but not only the security part of it, I love fixing things, breaking things, knowing how things work. And no matter what form of security you're in, you don't have to understand everything with the fine details but you have to have a great overall view of what's going on 
and you know we'll take it to uh, a store you could be the security guard you might not know how to use the register but you know when people are stealing money out of the register you might not be putting slip and falls down there that's going to lose insurance money but you but you know the foresight of what's going to happen and it's the same thing with programming um when you're dealing with certain types of web applications and stuff like that especially when you're getting a lot of pre-baked stuff like i have in my history you're changing variables you're breaking things you're fixing things you're expanding things for your own good so understanding what what's needed in pen testing and security is that it this is definitely the road for me. And uh, the pay is also um, another another good reason, honestly. If you're going to have skills, you like what you do, um, you want to look at what avenues are going to get you the biggest or the, or the greatest outcome. And it doesn't just have to be money because I also like um, mainly the remote lifestyle. I'm very used to it. I like working in small teams. I don't like being in larger settings. And the reason is, is because I'm very goal-oriented. And sometimes when you find yourself in um, – and large teams or things that you're doing repetitive, there's a lot of finger pointing, and that bothers me deep down. I, I like to get in and get things done. You know, a lot of the things you said is, is, is true, and I like one of the things that you said when you said you don't have to be the person who knows everything, right? But if you know the cause and effect, that's way, way more than enough. You know, you don't, you don't have to know how to, you know, do Windows Server. But if you know that you need to have a domain and you need this and this to work, that's that's good enough for for um, most jobs. Um, why Pen Plus and not like CEH? So it's funny. Um, you know, obviously we spoke before the production, and yeah. when you asked me that question, I thought I knew the answer. And I talked to someone else, and I've realized that I didn't know the answer. So my original answer was, which is very important, I want to stress to these college students that you want to do your research. Um, and I did do my research, but I did it slightly wrong. So when I compared the CHE to the pen test, I said, hey, this one's IAT level two. You know, so let me go higher in the ranks. Um, and you know, you read the internet reviews and it says, you know, this test is practical. This test is easier. This test is that I'm not a person who shoots for the low bar. Um, but I also didn't want to go straight for my sis, even, even though I have the seven years of experience, I said, you know, what is, what is the, what is the best path? But also I had encouragement. I had a friend that I visited about two years ago and I kind of was just telling him about life, the trajectory of my life, how my clients getting older, how I'm gonna have to switch out of this, how business can be very tough, um, especially when you're thinking about building the family. And he kind of gave me the roadmap because he's already he was already penetration testing at that point. So he's kinda like, you know, these are the steps the way that I know you, the way that I know your skill, the way that I know your brain, that'll be safe for you and result in the biggest uh the biggest outcome. And if I want to make that a, you know, a statement for your students, I would say, listen to other people who have experience. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to be vulnerable. Most of the people that we look up and idolize are only a couple steps ahead of you. I, I also uh, do some instructing and I try to tell people that all the time. I try to be as plain as possible. I'm just Desmond. Because if you look at these certifications on the back of my wall and you think about me in a certain way, you don't even understand my history of how I got there. It took me asking questions. It took me going out doing research. It took me uh, a lot of a lot of effort. And the best thing about it is, is there's many people who want the people behind them 
to progress faster than them, and I'm one of those people. So if you see someone doing something, don't just sit there and idolize them. Take the time to ask them the questions of how they got to where they got to and determine if that's something that you want to do as well. That's so true. Uh, that's you know that's so true. I thought you were going to say that you took the pen plus because it was CompTIA. I see all your certifications. What other certifications you have? I see them on the ball. I have the secretary or the set plus. I have the CYSA and I have the pen test plus. And then probably by the end of the year, I'll be going for my sis. Um, so for those or or the younger crowd, you're going to need seven years of experience or a, another certification. And uh, that'll knock down like a year, um, and then you're and you're good. But what I want to say about certifications, and I guess just this sense is, you also want to plan these things out because the certifications aren't going to be the only thing that get you by. But you want to be smart. So here's tip number one, and this is specifically for CompTIA. If you are going to take more than one CompTIA test, you need to go buy their program for fifty bucks, and you save twenty percent on every single test. That drops your test from three sixty. To three hundred dollars. That so on these three tests, I, I saved money. So you know, simple math, simple research. Right. I would also say that you want to think about your continued education credits. You don't want to actually jam all these things together if it's not advantageous for you. Because when you get one, if you wait six months later, a year later, half a year or a year and a half later, it's going to refresh the other one, and you don't even have to worry about it. And then if you have it planned out again, it's going to refresh the other one. That's why I'm not jumping into my sis. One, because if you stack too many certifications at one time, it looks bad for you. Then on top of that, you need to have that breathing room in the middle, and you actually do still need to advance. One of the reasons that I do instruct not only to pass on the information, but it forces me, literally forces me to stay proficient. It forces me not to embarrass myself with the people that I'm bringing behind me. So now when I go into interviews and I talk to people – I sound very confident and knowledgeable, so that is also a benefit for helping out people and reaching back. They're challenging your brain in different types of ways. Most of my education isn't formal education. Most of it is ways that I've come up with little brain tricks and multiple videos and these kinds of things, but that isn't necessary when you start asking questions. Good. How long did it take from when you started taking the – when you said, I'm going to do the pen plus to you taking it? So of all three tests, the pen plus took me the longest. And the reason that it took me the longest was because I wanted to wait to get it in the new year. Um, I, I had it kind of spaced out in time. So I got the secretary plus first. Um, that was uh, like a, maybe like a year ago in July, a year, half ago, whatever the time frame of that is. Then right after that, I think about three months later, I went for the CYSA and then I started saying, OK, continue education credits. What, what, you know, now I got myself one level above. Now I'm at IA, IAT2 and most of the circumstances or, you know, level two of DOD standards um, in most circumstances. So now I can kind of breathe. Um, the pen test was actually the easiest for me. Um, yes, um, it's very, it, there's a lot of, there's a lot of action. There's a lot of thought that goes into it, but when you're used to programming and you're used to fiddling around with code, when you're always finding ways, ethical ways, of course, to get around things, to, to make things work into your favor, pen testing is going to be very easy for you. It's active versus the blue team, which I actually failed one time. It wasn't, it wasn't a major fail, but it was a fail. I also want you to be proud enough to admit when you do fail. Um, I, like I said, I'm just Desmond. Um, 
I found that one to be a little bit more difficult. Um, yeah, I just found that to be a little bit more difficult sitting, watching, and waiting. At the same time, I have to say that the tests, in my opinion, do not compare to the work. I think most exams are like that, though. You know, yeah. I think most of the most of them are are yeah. You hit it right on the head. Most of them are are like that. They don't really prepare you for the work. It's just more of a of a broad knowledge base. Mm -hmm. I think. Uh, what uh, materials did you use for studying? So um, I wrote a small little article about this. Um, one because I'm trying to advance my writing and my speaking skills and my presentation, which is something that you're going to have to work on. If you want to be a pen tester and you're trash at English, you can't write a report. If you can't talk to CEOs, if you can't do this, that, and the third, then you're then you're not going to get very far because security is actually getting tougher. And it's getting tougher because law and regulation is becoming more harsh. And they're going to need to fill these spots. So it's advantageous that you have soft skills. I To answer your question directly – what I did for each of these tests is, is I went to the internet and I downloaded an overview. It tells you what's in each section. Um, since I already had experience, the first thing I did was I dived right into the tools, the bottom section. It sounds crazy. I didn't care about the concepts. I dived into the tools and I started using the tools that I didn't know because it forced me to learn things that I was going to have to learn anyway. And then I started working my way through the through the rest of the documentation, and I did that with Google searches. Um, and this is my everyday life. If I don't understand something, I'm stopping to research it. I'm going to have multiple tabs open, and I suggest that you don't just open up that tab and uh, close that tab. I have series of tabs, and I'll have maybe a three-day tab. So I'll have the things over here on my right screen. Obviously, you guys can't see me. These are things that are from about two days ago. I got another tab back there that has tabs from about two days ago. And then on the other screen behind here, I have the stuff that I was dealing with today. And what that allows me to do is it allows me to refresh the information every single day, become better at speaking and knowing about it and not just learning it for the time. Um, then from there, I worked my way to more official sources. Um, I used, um, what, what are they, ITTV Pro. Um, and uh, they're, they're, they're a good company. Um, they, they are. Um, I think um, I, I dropped my membership because it was too expensive. Um, and there's a lot of free information out there. And obviously, uh, you know, college students, hey, I'm 30. I'm 32. So I should have more money than you college students. But maybe that's not the reality. Um, and so I, I use them. But the point of it was and it did work out successfully was by the time I get to the professionals, quote unquote, I should be talking to them and listening to them like they're friends. It's my onus to learn everything first and then reach out and get that help. And then when I get that help, there are small tweaks and things that I saw were like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Then now I understand or, oh, I had that slightly wrong because Dan from ITV Pro showed me that this concept and this concept is the exact difference. Because when you are inferring things by yourself, which is good, you, you might be wrong, but it for me, it creates additional building blocks. I can laugh at myself about what I used to be wrong about, and now I know what I'm right about now. Um, I also do, me personally, I do a lot of written notes. Um, I have binders upon binders of binders of information inside and outside of security. But for me, when I look through one, I have, I can reimagine these notebooks in my head. 
because I have a relationship with him. But I could also see my writing, and I could see the kind of mood I was in. I could say, was I tired at this point? Was I confused at this point? I have little notes on my stuff on it that says inappropriate things, but it makes me laugh, and it makes me it reminds me of like what I was doing during that time. And when you create those associations, at least for me, when I create those associations, I have more connections to go on because I remember where I was wrong. I remember why I was wrong. I remember laughing at myself. I remember hitting myself on the back of the head like, come on, idiot. Those things are important because it's not just the connections of the information. You need to have a whole wide range of information to actually compare things to. You can't just know what you know because um, that's not going to be well. And that actually takes me back a step. You can also you can also find tests online. Now, there's ethical ways to do it, and there's not ethical ways to do it. I suggest that you do the ethical way, straight up. But even when you do the ethical way, here's what I want to tell you. When you take that test, do not focus on the right answer. Focus on every answer. When you walk away, you should know what A, B, C, D, and E means because there's not going you're not going to run into a situation where they're just going to have the answer for you. You need to understand all five concepts. And the sweet thing about that is is usually there's trickery in these practice tests and in the real test that you get to see in real life. So now when you're looking at a command and you see a flag, you say, that's impossible. One, I've typed out this command a hundred times. Two, this command doesn't work because I because I've seen them try to trick me with it before. So it, it, I think um, it, it's more about, like I was saying earlier, in a sense of security, you want to learn about as much as you can. And of course, you want to try to dive as deep as you can as possible into each subject. But that's not possible because we're humans. We have bandwidth in our brains just like computers. But when you know what you know, you can start to compare it to other things. That's exactly right. Because I tell my students, you know, if you ever happen to get a test question, uh, you know, practice question, it's not, an, not only important to get the right answer, but also know what the other choices are what they mean because the answer might not be b but if you know what b is and you know why it's not b question six might be b mm -hmm. so it's important to i always stress that you know to do that that's one of the one of the strategies on taking a comp t exam and, and i and i also stress what i said at the beginning get involved in those tools when you go to download let's say um, John the Ripper, actually I think that's cross-system, when you go to download Kane and Abel on Linux and it doesn't work, you will not get that question wrong. Because you have gone through the process of actually trying to install that on your virtual machine or on your computer, and you know that that program is just for this, for, just for this, just for that. And that's, and that's when you get that kind of practice and it helps you make those separations because you might get a question where you see a Windows path in there, well, now you've narrowed it down to what you need to do. They might not say it's for Windows. They might say, here's the, here's the, here's the directory. Well, boom, that C right there tells me that it's Windows. Now that I've narrowed it down to Windows, I can narrow it down to which, which of these answers they are. So when you get that actual hands-on experience, you can e you, it's easy to make separations when you're talking about different operation systems, when you're talking about the cloud versus on-site. Um, and that stuff is very important because that could be a wrong answer right there. Exactly. Absolutely true. Well, Desmond, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm sure the students will get a lot of info from this. Anything you want to promote or you have a website or anything? Um, I, I don't. I, I want to promote people thinking about their human lives. Um, I want to promote the idea that your health is your security. And if you're not taking care of yourself, 
And if you're imagining what other people are doing, you're beating yourself down. I want to promote the idea of being careful on the internet. There are a lot of fraud and scams out there. When you're applying, be careful. Be very careful because there, use your skills and security to check the email. For example, someone sent me a, uh, a, a job and, they, and first of all, it looked shady. I looked up the who is. The website was created, like I think, about five days ago. But they were promising about eight years uh, of the company existence. So use your skills every day in life. And this is just a personal one. Stop posting your badges on social media. Stop posting your life on social. Those are security violations. And my personal opinion, and, I, and I'm gonna, I'll, I'll wrap this up. My personal opinion is, is that you need to secure yourself first. So if you're having all this information online, you need to be responsive to it. Things are only getting easier for the bad guy. And I know this as a red teamer. So if I can go on your social media and I can find out what car you had, what high school you went to, who your sister is, who your brother is, and all this other information, you are not only at threat yourself, but you're also threatening the company that you work for. And you really should think about that. All right. Yeah, I always tell my students that's why it's easier for like movie stars to get hacked, right? Because you may not know what was the first dog I ever owned, but a movie star, you can dig into their past and find out what's the first dog they ever owned. So they go in there with the secret question and they answer it. Oh yeah, I know Taylor Swift's first cat because I, I, I found it online. Yep. So yeah. All right, Desmond, thank you so much for appearing. I appreciate Mr. it. Mr. Rodriguez, I want to thank you for uh, giving me the opportunity to help, um, you know, grow your students. Thank you. All right. That's going to put a ball on it for this episode. I want to thank Desmond once again for coming to the show i hope you guys from listening to him and hearing his experience that maybe you want to take the pen plus exam but you know try to go in order don't jump to the front of the line as you can see it, it takes a lot of work and a lot of dedication which is what i want you guys to be doing but thank you so much and we'll see you on the next episode This has been a Little Chacha Productions, art by Sarah, music by Joe Kim. If you want to reach me, you can email me at professorjrod at gmail.com.